Hey all of you out there in Eorzea, welcome to She Heals, I Tank, your weekly Final Fantasy XIV podcast. Today is Friday, September 28th, and this is episode 140 of the shit podcast. I'm your host, Vegan Pete, and always by my side is the lovely, the wonderful, the love of my life. Aww. That's the best compliment can't, yet. You can't be mean to me now, bitch. Oh, fuck you, bitch. That can still be mean to you, but I love you. What's your name? Avi Ale. Avi Ale is with me, as always. You, always. We are your hosts tonight. And thank you to all of you joining us here live at twitch.tv slash shehealsitank. A big thank you to all of you that listen via the podcast as well. If you don't know, we do this here shit show live every week, Friday at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and we love interacting with you all in chat. We love taking your calls on Discord. The more, the merrier. And if you like the show and want to use your free Amazon Twitch Prime sub on us, we would greatly appreciate it, right, Avi? Mm-hmm. I should like not ask you questions as you're drinking your drink. That was that was a that was a my bad one. <laughs> That's okay. You're just not paying attention to me. I'm used to it. It's fine. We're good. Uh, so yeah, we would greatly appreciate it if you used your Prime sub on us. Uh, I had wrote new subs this week, but just as we logged on, the great FC mate Super Nerd Dalton gifted us a Prime sub. So mm-hmm. thank you so much for that. Eleven months in a row for Super Nerd Dalton, and don't forget. You have to renew that shit each month. Mm-hmm. So if you uh, have been listening, but you haven't done your uh, sub in a month or so, you might need to do it again. And we uh, could really use that so we can do more giveaways for y'all. Yeah, che- Pete's really cheap. I almost said cheap's really Pete. <laughs> so the only gives a- giveaway he does are from our subs. So if you guys want more giveaways, we need, more- we need you to sub. I love you, but you're cheap. And like I said, you have to do it every month. So don't let it go to waste. Don't forget about it. But just let it hang out there. And it's what's actually pretty handy is so I was just I, I'm on my personal uh, Twitch account right now. So if you see me typing, it says Avienda Ale. Um, and I was like, oh, when do I need to resub? When you click that little gift a sub drop down, it tells me I have until October 4th. So you can you can check. And if you want to set a reminder on your calendars that you like don't let it go to waste and help out help out a small business, which not we're not really a business, but it's kind of like. You know, instead of just throwing that at a big guy. Help out a small hobby. Yeah, give it help help about the little guy. Little guy likes it. Uh so October fourth is when yours renews, Avi. Yeah. Are you going to remember to actually give it to you usually give it to Phoenix Down. Yes. But you usually do it while you're looking at our channel and we're hosting Phoenix Down and you accidentally give it to us. I don't usually I've done that once. Twice. I've done that twice. But so I we're sorry, will try down. not to do that again. Avi's trying to get you that sub. And I'm in IT. <laughs> She's just not the brightest bulb. I'm just ditzy sometimes. All right. So right now I want to talk about something that we would usually talk about in the community roundup. But I think it's really important. And I want to talk about it at the top of the show. Fan Fest, Avi. It's coming up soon. I know. I've actually started shopping for Vegas dresses. It's like, man, I need some Vegas dresses. Like, you think Vegas literary. dress, not a Vegas cosplay? Well, that I would have had to already start. Like, in order for to do that justice, that I should have been working on a while ago. But um, so you're just trying to look banging. Yeah, it's fucking Vegas. Bang a rank. But while wearing comfortable, reasonable shoes, some flats. Because I am not about that. Mm-mm. So Fan Fest is going to be on us. 
really soon, and I want to make sure you all know about the FanFest Community After Party this year. Limit Break Radio has been nice enough to organize this with many Final Fantasy XIV content creators. We all had a meeting about it over the, uh, the other weekend, and this is going to be the place to be on Friday night after the FanFest festivities wrap up. And of course... So wait, you mean Friday night's the... Isn't Friday night the first night of the FanFest? Uh, yeah, I think Thursday is like the pre-register part, mm-hmm. and then Friday is like the first day. Okay, you made it, the way you said it sounded confusing, after the wrap-up, sounds like after the last uh, night. After the Friday wrap-up, like it ends at 8, and then... Yeah, so Friday this, night, after FanFest, there you go. This technically starts at 8, too, so you gotta put a little pep in your step as you're going over there. But, like I said, LBR has been nice enough to organize this with many, like, including a lot of the Final Fantasy XIV creators. We had a meeting about it, and I'm super excited about this, Avi. And I think you all should be, too. If you're going to FanFest, you definitely have to consider coming to this after party. And there's two ways you can do it. You can go for free and get, like, the general bottom floor experience bottom floor i mean there's two floors it's the bottom floor i'm not trying to do first that floor first floor i'm not trying to do that as a derogatory term uh, but there is a vip option to this and it's just under 60 dollars. let's round up we'll call it 60 dollars for the purposes of this and with that vip package or badge or wristband whatever whatever it's going to be you're going to get access to the top floor obviously. Ooh, the second floor the second floor there's <laughs> you, the top you, and the bottom you, just like life oh, there's always God. a top there's always a bottom there's a middle too what's the middle just the mm. bar can we find our middle sometime Ollie? i don't what, what i don't even get that one i don't i don't know what you're saying there's a top a bottom and a middle talking about a threesome bebba Oh, I did not get that at all. Nope, that was like, whoop, right over the head. Yeah, no, honey, no. Okay, so Limit Break Radio has slowly been coming out with who's going to be attending this here after party. Uh, We have our friends over at Maelstrom Radio. They're going to be there. And just announced this week on LBR, uh, Mr. Happy and Sly the Fox from State of the Realm are going to be there. It's like all the the freaking content creator, like celebrities our little pseudo celebrities that we have not gonna go through everyone if you want to know who's gonna come they're announcing it like a week by week so uh the the big announcement they had this week is previously on sunday like this last sunday is going to be the last limit break radio that they do on the limit break radio twitch channel They're moving everything to their state of the realm. No, sorry. To their Checkpoint Radio uh, Twitch channel. So twitch.tv slash Checkpoint Radio. Is that also going to be like their podcast handle for downloading and everything or just Twitch? I don't know. But that's where you, if you want to listen live, you need to go to twitch.tv slash Checkpoint Radio. That's very nice of you to share that, Pete. And so I think they're kind of trying to consolidate everything under the Checkpoint Radio thing, which I think is a good move. Uh, so there, that's where you're going to have to listen to who they're going to announce next uh, for this here fan fest. And as we mentioned before, the party is going to be at the eSports Arena in the Luxor. That is just 
fucking awesome. Like we've seen the pictures of this. I've never been there, but it looks fucking great. It does look really cool. Honestly, when when there I was looking to see if there was some sort of a venue we could organize like something that happened at the same time as FanFest, this was immediately where I looked mm-hmm. actually. So it's kind of cool. Uh, that that we actually get to go there for a party. So I think yeah, really I can't cool. think of a better venue for this. But this is what you need to know. There's an upstairs and a downstairs. We already went through that. First and second uh, floor. Both have bars where you order drinks at. But the upstairs. Can I say like so? If you go upstairs, you can still go downstairs. Yes. But if you're downstairs, you can't go upstairs. That's is that how, how it works. Yes, that is how it works. Okay. And I will say like we're gonna have the VIP badges. I'm going to go back and forth. Like, I'm not just going to stay in the upstairs area. Yes. I, wa- I want to mingle with everyone just in case you don't I feel can't like wait to paying. see this. I can't wait to see my introverted husband trying to be extroverted. He may get drunk sooner than intended because that gives him like that extroverted. I will talk to everyone confidence. So get there early if you really want to talk to Pete while he's coherent. <laughs> I mean, what? I love you, baby. I just realized I might have had my music on the game on the whole time. Oy. But uh, I think people would have told us in chat, hopefully. Maybe, Is that going to be on the podcast? Maybe they enjoyed it. No, I don't think we'll, we would. I don't have it set up to record that <laughs> okay. at the moment. Yes. Winning. Awesome. Very well organized podcast. Uh, so where was I? Yeah, we're both going to be there, of course. And with the VIP package, like I said, only $60. You get access to the bar that is on the second floor. I say the top floor for the top dogs. Okay. <laughs> um, where you're going to have Do open any- bar. Oh, so for $60, you get open bar. Yes. Oh, fuck you guys. So it's not like top shelf liquor. You're getting the house bottles. No, no, but it's Vegas. Like 60 bucks. Like that's four drinks in yeah. Vegas. Ba- Vegas, you're paying close to $15 a drink. Yeah. So, so it lasts from like 8 p.m. to 12. Oh. So if you drink. Oh, Pete's going to be so drunk. Yeah, I'm going to get fucking wasted. Like I, I had a picture that I was going to show of me, S.S. Asher, and Sly the Fox at the last fan fest. And then when I loaded it up really quick, it was sideways. And I was like, oh, you motherfucker. I'm not going to deal with this. Yeah. I'll tweet it out later. Yes. Tweeted it out last fan fest. But it's such a good time. Such a fun time. And so, yeah, it's 60 bucks. So if if you drink, I know some of you don't drink, so this might not be for you. No, if you don't but, drink, obviously don't. But yeah, if you do, I, I won't even say don't like there is an advantage to being up there. And here's the one disadvantage if you want to go for free uh, from, I think, eight o'clock until nine thirty. There's actually going to be a Fortnite tournament going on. I've still never even played Fortnite. Like, I love the character design and everything, and I need to, but... Ugh. So, just because of that, mm-hmm. there's a risk of the bottom floor... Being packed. First floor. Oh, so it's not part of us. Like, the, the it's separate... It's like we're sharing the bottom floor space. <laughs> we're sharing the bottom space. <laughs> um, so, it could reach capacity. Okay, I see what you're so saying. So, you might have to get there early. I'm not quite sure how popular this Fortnite tournament's going to be. The way to guarantee yourself entry to it is to buy the VIP ticket. Right. That makes sense. So is there a limited number of VIP tickets? Uh, They haven't told me what the limited number is. Like, I'm sure there is. There is a capacity. Right. But they don't. They haven't expressed that they're budging up on it at all. So there's plenty of VIP tickets left. And it really is a good value. Like, if you just want... Like, it's not going to be packed shoulder to shoulder. No. Like, you're going to have a good time in the VIP area. Plus, I want to hang out with you. I'm actually really... Like, you guys, seriously, we went to FanFest last time, and I've said this before. I had way more fun outside of FanFest meeting people and talking about the game with people. Because how 
often do you actually get to talk to someone about the game? I mean, yes, I can talk to Pete about it, but I feel like he's like more annoyed with me than anything when I try to talk to him about the game, unless it's like crafty Pretty or something. annoyed when you try to talk to me about anything. Right, yes. I'm being honest. He doesn't really like me. It's it's all a facade, even though we don't even pretend well here. It's just the tips. <laughs> all right, so we've been talking about this for a while, so let's keep it going. So yeah, I'm going to post this in chat. It's a link for any of you to buy the VIP ticket. And I urge you all to. It's going to be a really good time. It's really fun. Like I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna filter up and, and I'm gonna down. look banging. So you guys should come and hang out with me, dressed like a fucking Vegas. Sl- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like <laughs> you're dressed always like dressed. I'm not always uh, what? what, bitch. Yeah, I really wanted to make sure I did that at the top of the show because I think it deserved a little more than just at the end of the show community roundup type no, thing that's, even though I, I like the community roundup too i just wanted to make sure i have a feeling some people listen to the show and they're like okay they're done talking about the discussion i'm gonna tune out want to make sure y'all got it at the top anyway so yeah if you don't want to hang out with those Fortnite dirty motherfuckers you gotta buy this vip package is that what you're trying to say avi yes that is what she was trying to say avi hates Fortnite. <laughs> I also just had an idea and I typed it in chat. So Chili is a very well-loved uh, person for content creators. I'm, I'm Hopefully you guys have had interactions with him. He's constantly giving stuff away, uh, codes, content codes. I think I might have to put together a crowdfunding bit for a plane ticket for Chili to FanFest and talk to the guys at Maelstrom Radio and see if they have room at their Airbnb because I know they got a whole house, and see if we can work something out so this guy can uh, come hang out with us. So, Chili, um, I have to talk to you and figure this out. I'll be talking to Flatus soon and uh, see what happens. That's definitely something we could do. Yeah, we like, could. Honestly, Super. if we could raise enough to get him to and from yeah. the flight. We can do like a whole live stream thing with it. If Chili, you are to... so well-loved that I think this is, I think this could happen. If he's he... able yeah. to fly into San Diego. We'll drive you there. We could. You can go on vacation with us. We're going to the Grand Canyon first. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That should be the crowdfunding. <laughs> Send Chili on vacation with Pete and Avi. <laughs> you can camp with us. We need to buy another tent. <laughs> we only have one tent. It's very small. We need a big tent. And yes. Yeah. yeah, we'll fly to San Diego. Well, that's that's your project. I am totally going to do this project. I, I, have, I have this weekend before I start a double class load. Uh, this is happening, Chili. You got to email the deets for what uh, airline you'd be flying out of and everything like that. And uh, you got to be able to come out for at least a week. So, yes. All like right. This. So we got a lot to talk about today. We've got interviews. Could FFXIV be coming to other consoles in the future? Uh, what do you think of the new AlphaScape fights and stories? We're keeping the MSQ story spoiler free. Uh, so do not call in to talk about the MSQ, but do call in to talk about AlphaScape if you have an opinion on the AlphaScape. Uh, join our Discord to let us know what you thought about it. And before we get to any of that stuff, we have everyone's favorite segment. Greenleaf Minute. It's the Greenleaf Minute. And I struggled a bit this week, Avi, about this Greenleaf Minute. I know you did. I, I was like, no, you can't do that. That's mean. There was a fight that put me in a pretty bad mood well, no, during this there week. Was, okay, not a fight. It's not like you got in a fight with somebody. No, there was a, a raid, a in-game an instance. instance fight that put me in a pretty bad mood. And I was going to be borderline mean about it in the Greenleaf mm. Minute. Mm-hmm. And I decided that kind of goes against what this segment is for. 
so I changed my plans for it. I'm still going to talk about Good. it, but I tried to flip it in a way where it's helpful and not just mean. Yeah, because yeah. originally I was going to be like, "This is your fucking left hand. This is your fucking right hand. Know the difference between your left and right." Yes. Well, I just said it, but I guess. <laughs> Which one? Huh? Do it again. I said, "This is your left. This is your right." Know your difference. Okay. Know your difference. Uh, that was going to be the Greenleaf Minute to begin with. I changed it. Up, changed it up to be. First of all. If you don't know a fight or you don't know a mechanic, ask for help. Yes. Because if you don't ask for help and you're dying to it, dying to a mechanic, I'm going to assume that you know the mechanic and you're just fucking up, not paying attention or something like that. this is something that happened when I was doing, what's the one with the starboard and the larboard? That's the one I'm talking about right now. Which one is it? Three. I actually made a comment because I'm very bad at that. I made a comment and I said, I'm trying really hard to be better about at this mechanic. So I actually told people, like, I'm struggling with this mechanic. And they were very understanding of it because I said that. And you had me doing call-outs for you. No, no. This is when you weren't there. Oh. This is when I wasn't doing it with you. That was my first time. I did tell you the tip, though. Yes. I didn't know it jumped. You didn't know it turned around. I didn't know. I was finally starting to click that I was like, okay, left and right. I get it. And I didn't notice that the goddamn fucking mob jumped. And so then it became right and like it switched it. And I was like, fuck you, fucking bug. Um, <laughs> so yeah, like, oh, continue. So, yeah, we're talking leaf. about the Omega fight, which is Alpha Scape version V3, um, with Omega. And he does a move called Larboard and Starboard. And what the fuck is larboard? It's a uh, archaic term for the left side. Is it really? Yes. Okay, I feel better because before I was like port, motherfuckers, port. So yes, larboard would mean mean port, uh, and it's your left fucking hand. So if Lar- it's larboard, that makes an L with your left hand. Yes, and that's going to be well, where and, the AOE is. And another way that I always remembered it was because port and starboard, which more people may know that, is that port and left both have four letters. So four letters, larboard, like it's, it's the left always relates like in that way. You've lost me, Avi. P-O-R-T, one, two, three, four. How's that tell you left or right? Port and left both have four letters. Starboard. So does star. Board. Starboard is, it's it's port and starboard. God, this is going to be a long episode, you guys. (laughs) We're just at the green. I like larboard more. Okay. Okay. So basically, ask for fucking help if you don't know an answer or don't know how a mechanic is. Okay, Avi, you gave me the signal. I think this might be the first time. No, no. This is for after the Greenleaf. Finish this segment. Oh, after the Greenleaf? Yeah. Sure? Just, we have someone on deck, and I was trying to let him know after this we have someone on deck. Okay. Uh, looks like his name is Icarus. After we get through the Greenleaf Minute, Avi will drag you into live on air. Why are you silently shaking your head at me? At least tell me to shut the fuck up. None of that need to be verbalized. I wanted to let him know. Be prepared. We're going to get to him. Yeah, but I think We're still learning this shit, Avi. We're the shit podcast. Not everything's going to go perfect. The first 140 episodes, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, all right. Finish your goddamn green leaf, which I don't even like this green leaf, but go ahead. Well, fuck you too. Mm -hmm. My second tip. After asking for fucking help, which is what you, should, what you should do. First of all, let me say this. You ask me for help. I'm going to be the nicest person to you for asking for help. I'm going to explain the fight. I'm not going to be condescending at all. I'm not going to be snarky at all. 
I'm just going to teach you the fight. And if you need clarification, I'll give you clarification. Not going to get pissed at you for messing up a mechanic. We're good. It means, no, you... You get pissed at me. Because I know you're better than that. (laughs) Okay. Fair enough. And you're not paying attention if you fuck it up. (laughs) Um, My second tip is, this is what I do. I have many pieces of scrap paper keep your mouth on the mic you're talking to your paper now that's my penis um i have scrap pieces of paper everywhere and i just write stuff on them like i was doing savage the other night or you can be like a normal human being and have a notebook oh 10 savage and i wasn't getting the flips and the circles right so i just started writing them down so i did do uh circle circle means out circle flip means in flip circle means cardinal directions flip flip means corners like i wasn't getting it i couldn't remember it when we were first starting it so i fucking wrote it down and every time before it happened i'd fucking look at it and then i'd started to get it and i got it well enough where i could start doing call outs for it you know what i ended up doing actually uh someone typed that in chat and i'm on dual monitors i actually opened text document in my second monitor and i just pasted it yeah there's actually like for normal mode a really cute like picture someone like drew a dragon and like the direction that it's either circling or flipping uh-huh. uh no i just do really Notes. really crude drawings on this shit and but it works for me so have a piece of scrap paper nearby so you can or your write text doc have something nearby that helps you yeah if you're messing up something there's no benefit to just trying to like remember it in your head fucking write it down you'll just the fact of writing it down helps you remember it better yes yes. that's a fact actually so yeah i was a little bit lost on this green leaf minute because i was in a kind of a bad space uh, grumpy pants after monday night all right which i'll talk about later so is that all our green leaf can i bring icarus in yes you can bring the great the wonderful love of my life icarus in kicking and screaming all right Hey, Icarus. Hello. Hi, Icarus. What have you got to say today? I'm doing great. Uh, Like I mentioned before, I last, uh, last, um, whatchamacallit, a last show, I uh, found your channel and I'm uh, a new, you know, so I'm really happy to be here. Thank you. (laughs) We really appreciate you. Thank you for finding us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Alpha Escape has been an interesting, uh, interesting raid for me as a tank. So it's, mm. I had some thoughts about it. Okay. Uh, uh, just cause I don't know. Are, have you been playing for a while? Are you new to the game? Yeah, I've been playing for about two years now. Nice. So what tank are you? I'm Paladin. Nice. Pete can relate. Okay. So what is, what is your Paladin take on, um, Alpha Escape? Uh, it's. Well, the first two fights have been were pretty standard, I thought, from comparison uh, comparing to uh, Alexander fights and such, where they weren't too difficult, but they were, but they were pretty standard for at least from a tanking perspective. I think things really start to break down with uh, with the third fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's unforgiving. The... Hmm? It's unforgiving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, this fight, uh, the the difficulty kind of just seems to suddenly ramp up, at least for for that initial shock. Yeah, that starboard uh, larboard. Yeah, yeah. I think the larboard is what threw people off completely. Mm-hmm. 
there actually was a post on Reddit of like the spike in Google searches of what Larboard meant. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Oh man, I didn't even catch that. <laughs> I didn't either. Uh, but, uh, I, I will agree that the difficulty spikes up, but I think it is just because of that move. And the thing is, it's so quick. Well, it's quick, and I don't like that it's four letters. Like, there's no different telegraph. I literally have to be able to go back and read, which I'm I'm not very good at that. That's one of my weaknesses, is being able to read the names of the things. I do it by the telegraph or the movement mm-hmm. that the mob does, and they're not different. So it's difficult for me to focus so quickly on the words. I actually moved my focus target. Not just I have my target and then my focus target. I made it larger and I had to move it to the middle of my screen, which I hate doing because it blocks your view. But like I need it big and right there so I can be a starboard or a larboard. That's yeah, a green leaf. I mean, <laughs> I, I was definitely the same, especially as a tank. You're like, and the fact that it, it's not just like half the screen, it's a little bit over half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like so 270. even when you do realize it's the wrong side, you don't have enough time to come over, come across it and you still get hit with the mechanic. Oh, yeah, yeah, I cursed a lot of that one. It was a lot of a, ah, goddamn motherfuck. At, like, <laughs> I will say, yeah. at the beginning of the first move, you should be near the center so you have enough time where if you don't if you don't see the letter or you don't see the name of the move coming, you do have time once you see the AoE if you're, like, right in the center of it mm-hmm. and just reacting to it. Mm-hmm. But if you see yeah. the name, you should have enough time no matter where you're standing. Right, I never do. I'll get there. I've only done the fight twice. that one up, yeah. <laughs> and here's a tip for everyone Uh-oh. because you didn't know that it jumps and flips right so if it does once it flips if it does the same name of the first move then you have to switch sides mm-hmm. if it does the name of the different move you just stay there because it switched its head and its butt's location basically so, so it went head to butt <laughs> that makes it easy for me i don't know if that translates to other people but that's my tip i like it I'll on to piggyback on that. The one thing I'll also mention is he'll do that mecha- the larboard starboard mechanic one way in the first phase and then switch to the second that phase. Is true. Or at least that's in the second phase he faces the... you instead. Oh, that motherfucker. Yeah. Okay. Oh, he yeah. faces the like DPS so his ass would be That's a thing that tank. melee and tanks and stuff will notice more than like a ranged or or a healer cuz I'm not looking at him. I'm looking at everyone else. So that's thank you. I that's appreciate why that. I can't heal. <laughs> yeah. It's very. Selfish. I mean, I, I, that's the one thing I noticed. Like once we got past that first phase with the group I was doing it with, and we're like, "Oh crap, it's flipped!" And that dick. <laughs> exactly. That was initially <laughs> my 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 response. I'm like that dick. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Well, yeah. So once we once we got past the uh, the third boss, the final boss trying to stay spoiler free mm-hmm. um, uh you can spoil uh alpha scape we're talking all about alpha so scape spoilers tonight. you have to say spoiler beforehand we're gonna go through the story okay, so so spoilers uh the male female form of 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 omega was another just ridiculousness hmm. i loved it i loved it i have comments about it when we go through the thing because you know feminist me but i loved it i want i want her glamour got the whole bondage yeah. thing going and I want to turn my leg into like a, a sword scythe sort of thing and cut men's heads off. Sounds fun. Yeah. I'll start with Kavanaugh. Yeah, I mean, no? Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I was, I was like, yeah, no, the fight is, is fun as heck mm-hmm. um, until you get to the second half. Mm-hmm. And then. 
And they were both there at the same time. Yeah, and if your off tank was asleep for the first half, mm-hmm. you're you're in for a bad time. Yes. Was it uh, the gender focused like mechanic throws a lot of people off? Yeah, and once people start to get it, it clicked really easily. I think it was Pete was a two point I was doing where like the the off tank has to grab tethers. Is that is that two point Both of you guys would play tanks. Do you... Two point. Alpha escape two point or is it through one of them? Yeah. The, the off tank has to grab tethers. And I was in a group where it was, uh, that's uh, 3.0. Is it 3.0? No. Uh, yeah, that's 2.0. That's Midgard Silver. God, you're horrible. Okay. So uh, I was healing. It. it was my second time doing it. I had a brand new healer and we had an off tank that refused to grab the tethers. So that was fun. Yeah. And no backup resin. So, yeah. Great. Um, all right. Do you have anything else that you wanted to add, Icarus? Sorry, hon. I'm trying to keep on track. We're not very on track tonight. Oh, no. I mean, that was really the big thing. It, it just patience mm-hmm. for anybody who's new to it. Yes. That it gonna, it's going to be hard. It's going to suck. Tell people but you're new. Once you, once things start clicking, mm-hmm. it's, it's worth getting all the way to the end. Um, Alpha is, for those who are interested in the story, Alpha is too precious for this world. Yes. He's um, like, I think he's like the Mickey Mouse of uh, Eorzea. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. He's, he's our little Disney character. He's adorable. Um, yeah. He's really cute. But um, also, thanks again for having me on. Uh, I appreciate you I'm calling a big in. Fan this is of great. the show, and keep doing what you're doing. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much for calling in. It makes us feel like people actually listen when they call in. <laughs> <laughs> Have a wonderful night. You too. Thank you, Icarus. And I'm just gonna piggyback on what he said. Like, keep with it. Um, it's the first week of the raid, and the first week is always going to be the hardest. No, we're we're like in the second week now, but yeah. like I'm talking about like all the problems that people were complaining about on the forums oh, and stuff like that. We're in the second it, week though. You're, you're yeah, we're still in wrong. the second week. Um, we just got through the first week. It's going to get better. People are going to learn the fight. Yes, and like even I was like, okay, I'm not doing Alpha Escape three anymore. I didn't want to do it with you, right? And you did it without me, and yep. you cleared it after a couple wipes. Yeah, so. Not like the two hours. No, actually, we beat it on the first try because we had three red mages as our DPS. So it was fine with me dying Always on that larboard nice starboard. Always to have the red mage. Yes, it was lovely. All right, Pete, what's our next segment? Our next segment is news and notes from around the realm. So they finally announced the winners of the latest gear design contest. This one was for the melee and physical range DPS jobs. And I have a hiccup, excuse me. Pete is uh, working on pulling up those images for anyone live here on Twitch. And hopefully he's got that done because we're there now. Yes. <laughs> he seemed distracted. I was like this working was on that while you were like, introduce the next segment, Pete. I'm like, I'm trying to get the fucking pictures. Up, I know, okay? but it was your thing that you say. So I was like, oh, all right. So first up. Oh, I. so you added this into the, the outline. So we don't actually have the names of the winners here because you're not as good at it as I am. My God, you <laughs> needy! So the first winner this one for the is melee Japanese character, Japanese character, Japanese character, Japanese character. Right, and I used Google Translate last time. It's okay. I'm better than you. We all know this. So this is a very—it's uh, like a black cat suit, very um, Black Panther yeah. kind of looking. Simple, very simple Stole gear my set. My line, bitch. You said it to me earlier. 
Um, it does have a um, headpiece that has red glowing eyes. What I do think is going to be cool about this set is this this gear set is the entire set they create for all the different classes. I'll be interested to see what they go off of a basic black with red eye kind of look. But it's it's kind of boring in in my opinion. Um, but I don't play melee, so it doesn't matter to me. How do you, you feel? No, it's not that boring to me. Mm-hmm. I think the bodysuit with the ch- kind of chunky legs and arms looks a little weird to me. Yeah, personally. Mm-hmm. But I do like the bodysuit part. Like we don't really have anything like that in game. I wonder currently. what it will look like without the 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 boots on. Hopefully, they actually make it go down to your ankles. If it's like a full bodysuit, like a cat suit, I'm okay with that. But if it's like not a cat suit and like it becomes like a bike shorts sort of thing, just just above the knee. Yeah, just above the knee. I'm not so even just below the knee. I'm not so into it. If but if it goes all the way down, that could be something you can play with. Otherwise, everything nothing's really new. Uh, the physical DPS, the range DPS physical, um, is one that I actually, I think I chose this as one of my favorites, I believe. Um, it has a very steampunky vibe, which I thought was really fun. It has the high-low skirt for the female characters with like a, a bust. Oh, and very quickly, I wanted to say something I like about the first one, because you were about to get into gender roles for this one, is that it was very similar it's for pretty much identical. male and female for the melee DPS. It's identical. Which I like. Uh, because so many times they do like a slight, not even sometimes slightly, but sometimes vastly Extremely. different, mm. uh, for between male and female and one looks really good and one looks really horrible. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's what I do like about the melee one is that they're pretty much the same. Just they, one. they are exactly the same. One's got boobies. Um, yeah, the men's. And we love boobies. <laughs> the female one, I think what I was, or not female, the, I'm sorry, the ranged one, what I had commented on being interested in this was to see what sort of gear they would design for all of the classes out of this very steampunky looking set. So I'm excited to see what they do out of this. Yeah, I'm not too excited about this steampunky one because this Pete, lo- you don't use any of them. That's true. <laughs> but I'm saying... I I get the concept of people being excited about for some gear I'm never going to wear. Um, But this looks like many cosplays we see at Comic-Con. Right. Yes. Very, very, like we said, um, steampunk. And this women's one right here where the ruffles don't go down below her biker shorts or whatever. Crotch. That looks weird to me. It's called a high-low skirt, honey. If if you say so, yes. but it looks fucking weird to me. That's that's what that is. All right. Uh, so there are also some new optional of items available on the mock station. So if you have always longed and desired to look like Gosetsu, now you can. His glamour consists of five items and will run you twelve dollars. However, this set is not dieable, so you get to look like him and only him. You cannot change things up. There are also three new orchestrian rolls available for $5 each. They do, however, make note that due to the item ominous prognostics orchestral version, orchestrian roll, having been incorrectly labeled as the worm's tail orchestrian roll, the sale of this item will be temporarily halted until the correct information can be reflected. Yes, and really quickly in chat, Casanovatron says, I love the ruffles. I like the ruffles, too. I just think it looks weird having the ruffles above the biker shorts. I think it's very fitting for this game. I actually like the the high-low skirt. Okay. So those rolls all cost you $5 a piece. If you want to look like Gosetsu, 
You better shell out 12 motherfucking dollars. But there are five separate pieces that you can play with. So that's really fun. And the pants look kind of awesome. They're like very boho, fluffy. All right, Avi. One of the things we talked about last week was Pete's paragraph. Yes. Which was a segment where supposedly people wanted me to read a paragraph out of the Aorzean Encyclopedia. It wasn't people. This was me suggesting it. Encyclopedia. So, it was the fact that we Pete is horrible at lore. It's kind of an ongoing, non-known what? thing on our podcast. People think that? People know that. What? And also, they also know that Pete doesn't really know how to read. Or at least he's not good at it's it. Double whammy. I don't know about lore and I don't know how to read, so I'm fucked. Right. Never going to learn. So, I still couldn't get him to read it. But, so what was going to happen is, I'm going to read the Encyclopedia Eorzea to him. Encyclopedia. A la story time. So we're going to read one segment from the book each episode, unless it happens to be like a really, really short one, and or Pete decides he wants to hear more. Um, so also, for any of you who are not sure whether or not you actually wanted to get yourself, yourself, get yourself a copy of the uh, Eorzea Encyclopedia, which part two is coming out soon, this will be an option for you to now hear it or read it or learn about it. Um, we really hope you guys enjoy this new segment. We know it's kind of dry, but it's lore, which our segment is really lacking. So uh, this is what, what? we're going to do. Pete, take, we're lacking in lore? Take the image off the podcast on Twitch. We had a question. Are they biker shorts on the range DPS female? It looks like just stockings and a garter belt. It's stockings and a garter belt. Pete's not smart when what? it comes to clothing. Motherfucker, those are biker shorts. No, sweetie. Those are thigh highs with garter holding them. They point up. That means if the stocking points up, that means there's a garter holding it underneath her skirt. Do you really try to act like, first of all, it's glamour. Second of all, it's women's clothing. You don't know more than I do. That cat is biting your butt and it's glorious. Now take the picture off the screen. All right. Fucking own. (laughs) So we're going to, we're not going to do the preface because there wasn't much information. So we're going to start tonight's story with, Basic etherology, and we're going to read... For the basic bitches. Life and ether. I wasn't sure if you guys can tweet out or let us know if you want me to do this in like a sing-songy mommy voice where I, like, I'm like i reading it to Pete like he's a little child and it's his bedtime story. We can do it that way. Or if you just want me to read it, I can do that. So let me know what you would prefer. Um, I kind of like the bedtime story idea. Or we can all throw out voices that we want her to read it in. No, I can't do and that. And we can pick the funniest one. I would like to vote that you read this in a Christopher Walken I can't do that. Right I now. can't do that. Wow. We're talking about Aether Sands. We're not. Okay. Aether I, Flow. I can't, I can't do that. So I'm not going to offer that. So it's basic aetherology. The introduction is, not only is Aether the most basic building block of all creation, but also the life energy upon which the various schools of magic draw. Without the knowledge of ether and how it works, scholars would understand significantly less about the world and its inner workings. Life and ether. Within all beings, whether it be man, animal, or even plant, does ether flow. It is the spark which grants life to the lifeless. Conversely, Death can be said to occur once ether has left a corporeal object. From this, it is clear to see why many scholars use the words life and ether interchangeably. It can be assumed 
that a young man of sound mind and body will possess a high concentration of ethereal ethereal energy in his humors ethereal energy whereas older men or one inflicted with corruption will not some scholars old men in corruption timely you're supposed to listen to me and stop trying to be entertaining this is pete's education moment be quiet and listen it's educational when i put my glasses down like it's not you haven't heard a word i've said i heard aether uh-huh. Shh. And listen, this is this whole point of this segment is getting Pete to listen and learn about lore. All right, we're almost done. <laughs> Never going to happen. Some scholars have expanded upon this hypothesis saying that the consumption of food serves not only to fill the belly, but to provide the body with ether lost through exertion. Ether is not by any means static. It is constantly flows through creation, forming currents through earth, water, and air, which ensure that life is sustained throughout the world. The stoppage of these currents, you motherfucker. Oh, was that loud? Yes, that was very loud. I tried to stifle it. Okay, I got like two sentences, okay? You've only done two sentences? No, I have two sentences left. Pete couldn't stay quiet for fucking one paragraph. Uh Uh-huh. Oh. The stoppage of these currents would be akin to the atrophication of a limb cut off from the heart ether is the life blood of heidelin and without it she and her children would perish all right that's the end of story what time i gained from that is <laughs> nothing from the pete's paragraph miri mirja just told me shut the fuck up thank you i like you mirja 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 so I'm not going to go at you. Mm-hmm. I'll accept it. Mm-hmm. But I will not shut the fuck up. Okay, Pete, I do have to say, we're going to skip parts of this outline because we are like way long on this episode and we're not even halfway through it. No, we're almost done. Okay. This next part's going to go quick. Okay. I guarantee it. Okay. Um, a good job for the trying to teach like this should <laughs> wait, not wait, be called casanovatron just said this is like when i read my kids at bedtime story they interrupt every three seconds yes i married a child well maybe <laughs> you can't even deny maybe it maybe you should have picked <laughs> He's like, better yeah <laughs> oh okay so that was a teach pete's paragraph pete's paragraph uh teach pete's paragraph teach pete's all right i'll add the, i'll add the teach um can't say i learned anything because I already knew it. What did you know? I knew that Aether is a part of this game. How? And it does shit. And Yishtola used it. For what? And she got lost in the Aether stream. What? And what turned word her and eyes fucking white. What earth and Aether are interchangeable in Eorzea? Life. <gasps> See, he did learn. You learned a thing. I knew that. No, you didn't. I knew it. No, you didn't. Like the back of my hand. I don't believe you, but you like learned. Like the bottom of my you balls, learned, I knew that you shit. don't know. You learned lore. That's what matters. Let's continue. We're continuing on. Continuing to our Alphascape discussion. Mm-hmm. Going to talk about the Alphascape now, the fights, whatever happened. This section is not going to go fast. Whatever we want to talk about, the story. Really, the Spoilers. Only- spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Spoiler alert for Alphascape, which... Yes. Turn it off. Does anyone but, really care it, about the Alphascape story? The Alphascape story was really great. What? It was really good. It was no. re- really sweet. Compared to Alexander, no. 
<sighs> okay, just go, babe. Uh, really, the only thing I remember about the story in the beginning is Alpha pulling a bunch of stuff out of his prison wallet. Which is his booty. Uh, one thing that happens uh, to pull out of there is a card, mm-hmm. like an astro card. Uh, that will end up playing a part a little bit later on. Other than that, it seems it was just kind of more of the same. Omega testing us, trying to find something that can beat us. So as far as the story goes, that's basically all Pete's going to say about it. But he can talk about the fights. I'll talk about the fight. So You when, talk about the story. So we return to the rift and speak with Omega. And he mentions that he's really puzzled at our decision to bring this obsolete alpha with us basically calling our adorable little chocobo bird useless which really hurts his cute little feelings and he also tells us that he actually created alpha and wiped his memories over and over again essentially and that alpha's only purpose is to bring us not necessarily us exactly but but people like us to omega he's our bait omega's kind of a dick yes well he's a robot who has what a directive. Was David Tennant's name in Jessica Jones? Baby, I don't know. Where he wiped her memory. I, I don't know. It's kind of like that. How many He's beers have you had? Like, we are really... Uh, I was asking you a question. You're the one that didn't know. Uh, all right. So now on to the chaos fight, which is you right here. Oh, damn it. Already? Yes. That's why I'm like, come on. First up was chaos. Mm-hmm. From Final Fantasy 1 fame, and apparently a lot of salty fans, mad that who was the boss of the first tier, or the first floor boss, I should say, uh, people feel like he deserved more, being the big boss of Final Fantasy 1. As for the actual fight, chaos was not very chaotic. Not it much. was actually pretty scripted with stack mechanics, spread mechanics, knockbacks. Uh, the normal version of this we one-shot with no problem at all. Nope. Uh, both uh, my raid group doing it with a pretty good group, as well as me and you doing it in Dirty Duty Finder later. Yes. Both one shot it. Uh, the only part uh, of it to give Duty Finder problems occasionally is there are dual stack markers out, and people sometimes seem not to spread them. Yes. Or stand in the wrong one. Yes. So the Savage version of this really wasn't too different. Most of the same mechanics, just not telegraphed on the ground. We had some raid members that had gone into it before uh, previous night, so they could explain a little bit for our first time in. Mm -hmm. We ended up beating it in about two hours on our first raid night, this tier of Savage. Uh, The biggest difference, I think, between normal and Savage is that in normal, you have a lot of leeway for where you can drop your AoEs. In Savage, you really need to know where to stand or else you kill people. Mm -hmm. Because in normal, they just drop and it's on you. In Savage, if you're kind of stacked a little bit, it shoots you away and you get fucked up. So we beat Chaos and we return to Sid, but we only see Alpha. But we hear Sid. Ends up he's gone invisible from drinking some more of the booty card water created by Alpha. Uh, There's some more. That just sounds disgusting. Right? Booty card water? Booty card water. There's some more cheering up of Alpha because Alpha is very bummed out and sad. And then we're convincing him that he really isn't useless. And, you know, it's not his fault that the water made Sid invisible. It was Sid's fault for knowing that the cards did weird things and then having him still do the water anyways. It's a lot of pandering. Um, But, you know, it happens. Uh, So not surprising. Omega is like super pissed that we kicked Chaos's metallic booty. And he's also dumbfounded as to what it is about us that keeps letting us win. 
He then decides to throw an unexpected battle at us, one from his own memory, which is his battle with his nemesis, Midgard Summer, which, you know, it's like him and his peak, which is kind of bullshit because this fight is way easier than Midgard Summer that we fought before, but whatever. Um, and by the way, this fight has like the most gorgeous skyline that we've seen in a long time. So after you kill that motherfucker, hang out and take some screenshots. Beautiful. So what you just said triggered something in my head. Oh, Pete. Um, I don't know if you talk about this later, but what you said about what like Omega was like, not sure he was dumbfounded is what the word you used. Um, about like how we were beating all of these. This does get talked about later. Did you talk about it's. Like, the condition is the heart. Yes, baby. Okay. That's in the last bit of the cutscene. I scenes. didn't read what you wrote. Obviously. Okay. So I'm just going to talk about this fight. Uh-huh. I was just asking. This. Were you, like, that? sneaking shots that I didn't see? Because you seem way more intoxicated than the three beers you've had. Yes, you were. You were, weren't you? I may have drank at lunch. Okay. That got it. So for this fight... Uh, what gives the duty finder problems is having to pay attention if Midgard Somer does a flip or flies in a circle. So a flip vertical or horizontal circle. Mm-hmm. Um, the order of that determines whether you need to stay inside his hitbox or run outside. And Savage, whether to run to cardinal directions or to corners. There are ads to kill in similar like uh, to Ifrit killing the nails. Yes, uh, there are nails. They're exactly the same. They're not card- called nails, but they look exactly nails. the same. Yeah. Uh, there are Ockmorns to stack with, Ock Rise to run out of. There really aren't any new um, Nothing mechanic new, but indicators. They, they do get stacked fairly quickly at points. Well, uh, but I just mean like the, the metallic, or not metallic, the um, visual indicators that you get yes, for the mechanics are all are, the same. They're all the same. Uh, there's dive bombs uh, to avoid, very similar to Nidhogg. Savage also has the orb fire stage to Nidhogg, fire orb stage to Nidhogg. There are earth shakers going off, AOE on the ground to avoid. It was actually quite a bit more chaotic than actual chaos was. Mm-hmm. So, like, they could have flipped these, and I think it could have been a cooler fight. Oh, okay. Yeah, I agree with that. All right, so before we decided to leave the rift after killing Midgard Summer, uh, Sid asks... That we give him some time to make a few important preparations. Uh, really quickly, uh, Violet Garnet in chat says, I tried to remember the spin flip like him pushing the energy so you need to go in. The spin spin as him drawing the energy towards him. So stay away. I'm glad that works so for you. That makes no what, sense for me. Whatever helps you. Yes. So uh, once he does what he does. Sid, going back to Sid, uh, in the rift, we then leave and Sid says that he needs to go and test his new device. We are a bit worried about Sid because it definitely feels like something is going on that he isn't sharing with us. Like his hands have been shaking and stuff. So, it, I mean, me, I think it's something like like neurologic, neurologically wrong with him. But like obviously, the Michael J. Fox disease. Okay. So uh, I just think it's obviously it's just a mental thing. Like he's just stressed out. But so like all good friends do, we stalk him. And that's when we witness a super ridiculously intimate conversation that Sid has with Nero. Seriously, does the warrior of light not understand personal boundaries? I don't. I know. This is when we hear the reason. Like, bring up your phone. I'm looking at your pitches. Mm-hmm. This is the reason. I want to see he- those titties. <sighs> trying to not be annoyed with you. It's not working. Um, we hear the reasons why Sid has been uneasy and it's mainly about the use of this particular device that he's created and the devastation that it 
caused in the past. Like, lots and lots of people died. Uh, but, you know, talking to your boo always helps you out with your upset unless he's drunk and super insensitive. Um, but this chat here with Nero has been super supportive and he's he's now ready to push on. When we finally chat with Sid later, like to not kind of hide the fact that we've been stalking him, um, we find out that this new invention is called the Omega Jammer and it's electric. It's like a Tesla. It's like a song. At some point, Sid also gives Alpha a vial of that like invisible people making water. Very cryptic of him, but he says that Alpha will use it, you know, when he knows to use it. So we head on uh, back. Excuse me. Was it invisible water or was it miniature water? Invisible water. The card is a miniature card. So we head Son back to the rift bitch. and Omega is finally convinced Thought that it you. is time for him to face us himself or itself. You know, I totally get that Omega is a genderless being and I've been typing he for so long that I'm just going to go with it for now. Ah, sorry, Omega. On to the fight. As this beautiful guardian next to me just said, we're fighting Omega. Buggy Omega. I don't think I'll ever do this fight again in 3.0? Duty Finder anytime soon. I don't know why you're talking about 3.0, Avi. We're in 4. No, we're in three. Omega 3.0. This is the bug, Omega. Omega V3. Uh-huh. Which is in patch... 4.4. Okay. Maybe after people are overgeared for it, I will attempt this again. Because I had cleared this quickly with my raid group on release day. You're spoiled when you start it that way. But didn't get my drop. Then we had a crazy busy weekend that I couldn't play much and waited until Monday to get my drop. I was farming. That's just dumb. I was farming Suzaku until about 10:30 at Suzaku Extreme. Uh, until about 10.30 at night to get my weapon for raid night, which we do on Tuesdays, thinking I could get my Omega V3 drop no problem. And this is what inspired the Greenleaf Minute. Uh, But that was not to be. I was in numerous duty finder groups. I actually think like you're bitching at other people not knowing their left and their right. I think it's your fault for waiting until Monday. You should know better. You've been playing this that game is true. long enough that, that that's is it's, true. It's eighty percent your fault. But I didn't think it was going to be that hard. It's eighty. It's it's literally the first week. It's the first Monday. It's everyone look, last minute trying to do it, and you're look, like upset with these people. I think it's I think it's ninety percent your fault. You're not wrong. <laughs> but we had cleared it so easily in my raid group. You're spoiled. That you're like, I thought I was going to go back into it and clear it, no problem. You guys do stuff together all the time. You know each other. You do higher end content together. That's a completely different bag of beats. And you're you're on. Discord and it was a together. Monday. Monday was the biggest problem. Yeah. I think if I would have done this on a Friday, a Saturday, probably would have been okay. It's the Sunday, Monday. Wait until the last minute, like a fucking idiot like myself. And I was in this motherfucker from ten thirty. Until just before midnight with groups that could not. Wait, wait. So it wasn't even Monday. It was like end of Monday. Because this is West Coast Pacific Standard Time. Yes, I'm not lying. I'm giving you the full information. (laughs) So this is 98% your fault. It's like, yeah, it's like getting a DUI. Like you, you made bad choices that led up to it. It's your fault. Yes. Okay. So, shocker, we beat Omega. Why do you think a big metallic bug... Oh, you don't want me to talk about the fight? 
Is that what you're talking about? I think you've done enough. We talked about this fight You already. need to know your left from your fucking right. Yes, you've already talked about this. So why did Omega think that a big metallic bug was going to beat us? Seriously? That wasn't intimidating at all. We've beaten so uh, many robotic bugs. I actually did want to <coughs> talk about that. Bubba, we are already over an hour for this podcast. You can't keep adding topics to our outline that we're not even halfway through. Just wanted to agree with you. A bug is not fucking intimidating. Oh, okay. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Uh huh. Okay, but regardless. Can you get me a beer? No. Omega is pissed. Like, super pissed that it lost. It doesn't seem to understand what really happened. So it decides to try a new method of testing, one that results in a contraction of the rift and our expulsion into a null dimension. That's um, not good. So we're going to die, like die, die, like not in a fight, die, but like cutscene, die. And so we're running toward Alpha because Omega told us before, you know, that he's going to use Alpha again and again as a super adorable bait. So run to Alpha because Alpha's fucking safe. And from this cutscene... It looks like we don't quite make it to him. And then we see Alpha. So we disappear. We're gone. And then Alpha's running and running and running for like a really long time. Like he's running so hard that the tips of his feathers go white. Not sure why he's running so hard, but he's not giving up. And he finally, eventually makes it all the way to Omega. And Omega talks more shit to him. When boom, bitch, we appear. That butt card Pete was talking about made us little itty bitty. That prison wallet. Mm-hmm. And his crazy water made us invisible. We rode that motherfucker all the way to Omega. He was running his ass off so that we could once and for all kick that motherfucker Omega's metallic booty. But still, Omega's like confused why we keep winning. And at least this time, it gets creative. And the form it takes... We get boy girl Omega and it's glorious. I want that glamour minion, glamour minion and hairstyle. Gimme all of them. Is it my turn? Yes. Okay. So I will say when I did this, I did this all on stream. You can go look back at our video of the day and watch me doing all of these Omega normal fights. And like, that's why, like, in the Greenleaf Minute, I did not want to make people feel bad. Because you go and watch my fucking video. I died quite a bit to that shit. I just... We beat it in two... Two or three times. I forget how many. But I... I write my shit down. And that's what inspired the Greenleaf Minute. So, with this Omega male and Omega female fight, it is pretty fun, I thought. And basically, Omega turns into the wi- liquid metal form of the Terminator. And you start out fighting against Omega M for the male version. And later uh, in the fight, you'll fight Omega F for the female version. And even later, you will fight both. The important thing to remember about them is that the female has a pushback when she spawns. And the male does an AoE around him that isn't marked on the floor. So you have to kind of run far out to avoid it. Mm-hmm. When they are both up, you get a debuff, and you can only do damage to a certain one. I forget what the colors are. Hit one. If you don't do any damage against that one, switch to the other one. And you, they're red and blue, and you hover over them in order to see. I'm going to assume that like it's boy and girl. So if you're blue, you can't hurt the boy. You're red, you can't hit the girl. I think that's what it is. But I'm not sure. 
Yeah, I don't remember either. But just like anything, if you can't do any damage, switch your fucking target. Is that a green leaf minute? I don't know. Should be. If you're not doing any damage, hit something else. Other than that, there's a standard stack mechanic, but it can be a little tricky if AoE is going off in weird areas. There's a blade dance tank buster similar to Thornton. Uh, there was a... Like, this was easier than the A3 or yes. version 3. We also want to say it. thank you to Icarus059. He let us know that the blue marker means that the male is immune to your attacks and the red means the female is immune. So I was actually pretty close on that. Like, I'm not sure what I said, but it was red is female, blue is male. Means that you can't hurt them. Means you're like them, I guess. So red hit male. Boy. Yeah, if you have a red marker, you a lady. If you have a blue marker, you a boy. It means you hurt the opposite sex. Why couldn't they have used pink? It might have been pink, but pink it's like used to be fuchsia. A boy color. It did. All right. Anything else you want to add? Just that you are an amazing person, Avi. I know. Thank you. So once we beat the Wonder Twins, we have a super emotional... Con- I used to call the Lavellier Twins the Wonder Twins. Mm-hmm. We have a super emotional conversation with Omega, who basically learns that what we have that makes us special is what, Pete? Big dicks. You said it earlier. I didn't hear the question. <laughs> I just heard, what, Pete? Oh, my God. And I said, big dicks. I, I know you did. Uh, so I said, Omega learns that what makes us special oh, is- Oh, we got heart. Yeah. Big hearts. Big hearts. And not physical hearts. My, my heart's like, in my dick. Uh-huh. So that Omega and also that Omega would have learned more about us by fighting together than against us, you know, like Alpha did. And I do have to say, I don't like that the fight started out with the male character looking strong and ended with the female character in a weakened state. Disagree. I noticed this immediately at the cutscenes, and I really wish they'd chosen to cast it in the opposite way. And this is just my feminine opinion here. Watch my video of the day stream when I did it for the first time. I said, oh, this bitch is hot. So you literally don't want to split it because she's fucking hot? I No. That was the guy. I said, I'm going to fuck this guy. That, that guy was too pretty. That doesn't negate my comment. I don't like that they made the man look strong and the woman look weak. I don't think she looked weak. At the end, she did. She wa- she lost. They showed the man. They both died at the same time. But that's not how they represented it visually. They visually represented it. What are you it- talking about? Whichever one dies first is the one that dies first. And whichever one in dies second is the one that scenes, dies second. In the cutscenes, the man is portrayed as the strong version of Alpha. When Alpha loses, Alpha is then perceived as weak and is a woman. I didn't like that. I didn't catch that. I did. I'm going to have to go watch the cutscene. Or if there had been something where it shifted between man and woman throughout the cutscenes, I would have been happier. Like, it's like they made kind of like a blur and it was a man and a blur and it was a woman. But I didn't like the choice to make the man strong and the woman weak. I I, I don't know if that's the whole Kavanaugh situation going on right now. They don't give a shit about that. No, no. For me, for it being triggering for me is everything that's going on with that. And I don't know if that's why I perceived it that way, but I really didn't like it. I would really much prefer to have actually seen it swapped. Okay, so rant done. Back to the whole heart thing. Omega's defeated. And comments that perhaps if it had the strength of heart, it would have been strong enough to return 
home, we assume. And Sid says, nah, bitch, don't work like that. You had a spirit, that shit would be tougher. And then the Omega girl has a tear, falls down. She understands and then poof, she disappears into a shiny glitter, which should have been beautiful, shiny boy glitter, which, by the way, has... It should have like merged back into one being, right? I'm okay with it being... Well, the reason they have the human form at the end is because we show more empathy toward a, a hum, humanoid creature. So that for us as players, like people playing the game, the reason Omega's final form was humanoid is because we can show more compassion to a human than we can to a robot. Um, again, and also is that women are perceived as the weaker sex, which is why the woman is the one to show when it was weak. I didn't like that. That, that all goes back. It's all psychology. And I feel I like saying, it should have been like an androgynous, like just thing. I actually like that it swapped between the man and the woman, but that's, I th- that's fine. Like in the swap, but at the very end, it should have been like it's not Omega. Gonna, they would have had to com- con- to design a completely separate character. Either have it go like, and there's like static or something that happens, and it swaps between man and woman. Half and half. So it's not actually no half and half is different animation. If it does like the shock, this the the static and it swaps there's no actual animation to be done it just changes within that moment so it'd be really easy game design for them to do um but it but it bothered me so sorry i don't want to get back on this so then um all right so omega girl disappears into shiny glitter which by the way you guys has the most wonderful musical score playing and and all of the music in 4.4 has been incredible and if you have not noticed yet slow your roll and take a moment to listen in those dungeons and those raids and those fights, everything you're doing. The music is incredible, even in the cutscenes. So then, boom, bitch is gone. Rift is falling apart. And, you know, like your house when your wife goes on a trip without you? Falling apart. Just nothing's holding together. What? And good old Sid, he had that you big old plan for, for us to beat up Omega. But now he he didn't actually think about how we're going to get home. And that's when Wedge and Biggs fly into the rescue Oh, yeah, with with Hrilsvigar, you know. Deus Machina Hrilsvigar. Yes, basically. She's a motherfucking awesome dragon. And it ends up that Midgard Summer actually told her to come and get us, which is actually kind of a big deal because he really doesn't give a fuck about mortals like us normally. Is that the reason, or is there a reason why he's a tiny fuck? He's sleeping. That's only like a mental representation of him. So he couldn't have done this on his own? No. Without He's sleeping. Waking up. Right. Couldn't be bothered. Okay. So that ends. And then we're hanging out with Jesse out in Railgar's Reach. I love Jesse. I know you do. And she is just gushing love about bits. how amazing we are because we are. And then it's like, yay, team conversation. Like, yay, you guys. Yay, you guys. You're awesome. No, you're awesome. No, you know what? You're Jesse's awesome. Jesse's just trying to profit off of making alpha stuffed animals and then the music is disney movie-esque the whole thing's like like it's like oh i know that song (laughs) and it's music we've been hearing the entire time with the omega series it's not new songs it's just that they've done it in a more flowery disney sort of way and that's when jesse gets really excited about putting together reports about our encounters who the fuck gets excited about reports nerds like you no not reports but then girl lays a smack down on Sid and makes that motherfucker help and then reminds him to go and check on his boo because where's Nero? And now we find out like, Alpha, Alpha, what are you going to do, Alpha? 
Omega's gone. You are your own chocobo. You can do anything you want. Anything at all. He wants to go outside. That's it. Outside. And then, so we decide to, like, show him around Railgar's Reach. Okay, go here. Show him. Oh, 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 over here. Pet you. Okay, show you around. And then we end up spying on Sid again. Like, we do. Only to find out that Nero has left the motherfucking infirmary. And left a big ass bill for Sid to to pay. That might have been my favorite part of the whole fucking raid. I love Nero. He's just such a motherfucker. He's a bastard. I love him. It's like, you're paying for this shit, bitch. So there's a lot of cutscenes that are more Disney, 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 Disney. And Alpha decides to go out and find an adventure of his own. But before he leaves, a tiny little Omega Minion prototype that Wedge and Biggs created runs up in a super creepy fucking manner. Like he goes like through the the water like it's like you thought it was a shark i hate sharks i thought it was like some sort of weird bug thing which it kind of was um and alpha being the loving and adorable character that he is still has a soft spot for omega and he decides that he wants to keep it that's kind of touching to me yeah well that is like uh, omega was putting us through this shit but he was like Omega's also kind of my creator, kind of my mother, my father. And well, and if this isn't Omega. They say to him, this isn't Omega. This is yeah. looks like Omega, and it will follow but you around. Like, he has that affection for yeah. it. Where it's it doesn't like, scare me. It's, this is no. kind home. of an homage. It's home. So then we wave them off. All fairy tales in Disney. It was very sweet. It was very, very sweet. And then at that moment, Alpha shocks us one more time by com- communicating directly with the Warrior of Light. And thanking us for everything. And we don't know if it was because of the echo or why that happened. And then fade to black. And then you get this adorable montage of Alpha running around like a chubby toddler with Omega at his heels. And he's just like, oh, no, this is a mob that's going to attack me. Wee! What's this? It's adorable. It's amazing. It's worth the entire fight just to see this cute little uh, montage. When then we, we pan to Nero. Who everybody's been wondering about this whole time. Just like up chilling on a rock. On a rock like motherfuckers do. And he wishes Alpha well, that innocent little bastard. And then he says, what terrible marvels can I trouble my old friend with next? Oh, Nero, you sexy, sexy bastard. fucking with them. I love him. Yes. So then we get back to Alpha and his adorable adventures to the fringes. More. More of them. It's great. I love it. So watch it. Do it. It's great. All right, Pete. Um, I think it would have been awesome if like, just some big fucking like mammoth just stepped on Alpha, killed him. Just by accident. Uh, unfortunately, Bob, we're going to have to skip that interview again. Yes. Uh, I'm sorry, Giuseppe from Dual Shockers. <laughs> uh, we're going to have to... We're running a little bit long. Eskimo uh, Fono, thank you for subscribing. I, we I really appreciate just it. just about to get to that. I'm better than you. Ten months in a row from Eskimo Fono. <laughs> Sometimes it's Eskimono Fono and sometimes it's Eskimono all the Fono. What's going on with that? You're confusing Pete. And and Violet, I agree. Sorry, talking to, to Twitch. So we're going to skip the interviews. We have the Dual Shockers. We have a new Polygon interview about uh, the new lore book. Which we're not going to talk about either. We're not going to talk about it. We're just going to tease you motherfuckers. We're... And, and uh, for another two weeks and hopefully we'll we eventually talk about it. Cock Tease Radio. Uh, but we do have... The Community Roundup, partner. And 
This week, we are talking about a listener-submitted digital magazine, Aetherflow Media. This was suggested in our Discord by Enya. Apparently, this magazine is at least in part has something to do or is produced in some part by the anonymous Janes, uh, which uh, kind of was born out of the demise of a magazine that shall not be named. Not going to give them any sort of promotion. Uh, they only have one issue at the moment, but it is substantial. Coming in at over 100 pages, the aesthetic aesthetic of it is kind of cheek. Chic. 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 Minimalistic. Uh, Seems to enjoy getting the exactly right type of topography. Typography. I can tell that this entire sentence was words I used that you tried to write up. Motherfucker. I wrote it perfectly and then I tried. You can't pronounce any of it. I I do this thing where I like write something and then I try to talk it better. Speak. Yeah. Uh, Because I said the aesthetic of it is very chic. Minimalist seems to be. Minimalistic. Seems to enjoy getting the right type of typography for all the different sections. Like, I wrote it good. Yes. I, and I tried to adjust it because I'm a fucking idiot. It was actually adorable. So Pete actually pulled up your guys' the, this magazine. And he goes, Avi, Avi, how would you describe the look of this? I don't even remember what you said. You said something that was not right at all. The aesthetic of it. No, no, but you suggested a style. And I said, no. I said chic. Okay. That's what I said. No, but you said something else before that. And I said, no, it's very minimalistic. And they really... F- focus on the typography which is actually all an aesthetic that i really enjoy so i think you guys have done a wonderful job designing it i really like the uh photoshop effort that you've done to uh clip out uh characters and then layer them over other screenshots i think it's beautiful so if you guys are really interested uh it's aether flow media which now you know what ether is or aether or however the hell you're supposed to say oh my god look at that callback and uh, <laughs> from listening to our podcast, I really think you guys should check it out. It's a beautifully designed uh, Final Fantasy fourteen magazine. I guess called it periodical. And uh, both of us were busy this week, and we didn't have enough time to go through all of the listener reaction this week. Mm-mm. So we're just going to double up on that next week. Okay, that sounds good. So do you have anything else you want to add, Pete, before I go through this outro? Just that I really appreciate all of you who either join us every week live on Twitch or listen to the podcast. Send us emails. TJ, thank you so much. I know I owe you an email. Um, We're going to go through all the listener reaction next week. I have so much fun doing this, and I, I know I'm not the best public speaker in the world, so I know sometimes when I really mean something, I can come off as kind of robotic. But I really do mean everything I say when I tell you all that. Like, I really appreciate this. Oh, he's actually so, getting teary-eyed right now, you guys. I, I really do. Like, it's one of the funnest things I do I'm not every being sarcastic. He, he is. So thank you all for joining us every week. I really appreciate it. If I, like, talked about something that made him sad right now that had to do with, like, kittens or something, he'd be bawling on air for you. He's borderline. He's right there. so hard to masturbate later tonight. <laughs> God. Whew, almost knocked my glass over. All right, so on that Pete crying and masturbating note, uh, that is going to be it for this episode. Yeah, combine those two words. Cry or bait? Master cry? Master sobber. 
As always, we have enjoyed hanging out with all of you live here on Twitch. Thank you so much for taking the time to hang out with us. I, you are wonderful. Uh, be sure to hit that follow button so you know the next time we will be going live. Um, and a big thank you to everyone listening to the podcast through iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, whatever app is new that I don't give a fuck about because I'm horrible. Um, you really are the reason we keep doing this and you're wonderful and amazing and we appreciate you. Uh, but please do remember that wherever you do listen, it would mean a shit ton to us if you gave our little podcast a rating or a review or, you know, just told a friend to check us out here with Vegan Pete. I'm Avi Ale, and we will talk to you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.